On today's Spotlight on KRWC, our second Tuesday of each month, we chat with uh, someone from University of Minnesota Extension regarding 4-H. And this month we talk with Kim Fox, uh, 4-H educator with the uh, U of M Extension. And Kim, good morning. Good morning. How have you been? I've been great. Kim and uh, Kelly Strike kind of um, go every other month here on the uh, spotlight, so we haven't talked with her for a couple of months, but uh, good to have you back in the loop here. Yes, it's an exciting time of year for us in 4-H as we start our new 4-H year um, in the beginning of October. Yeah, so it's kind of a fiscal year then. You run October to October with 4-H. Yep, absolutely. Um, we start in October and we kick off the year. Last week was um, 4-H week, so we really start by promoting 4-H and getting out in the community and letting people know um, all that 4-H has to offer and how they can join. It's kind of an interesting thing, uh, organization that has been around as long as 4-H. It's kind of tough to remember that uh, to some people, it's still brand new. So, I mean, uh, younger kids or maybe kids that just haven't been involved even though uh, 4-H uh, is quite the legacy organization, it's still brand new to some kids. Yes, absolutely. And we like to get out to um, all the communities in the county just to let people know what 4-H is about. And, um, you know, maybe people have heard of 4-H too but don't quite know um, the different projects they can do, such as, um, you know, we have definitely have a lot of agriculture projects, but we also have um, science projects, engineering, um, performing arts, you name it, you can do it in 4-H. Give us some of the guidelines or parameters as far as uh, 4-H is concerned. Who can participate? And then we'll talk a little bit, too, about uh, how many groups you have here in Wright County. Um, so any youth that's in kindergarten all the way um, until one year past high school can be in 4-H. Um, and you can really join at any of those ages, so as long as you're a kindergartner. But if you want to join a little bit later, uh, you're a little bit older, um, that's just fine too. And then all the way through high school and then even into your um, freshman year of college or just that one year past uh, high school, kids can still be in 4-H. So we have a large age range, um, so really any youth can join in that. And Wright County has a very respectable amount of clubs in our vicinity. Yes, we have uh, 19 clubs in Wright County, and they really are all over the county, so you don't have to travel very far to go to a club meeting. You can find a club right in your community um, and join right there, and then you can also partake in our county events, which happen all over the county, too. You know, as far as geographical area, Wright County uh, certainly not the largest in size of uh, counties around the uh, area, so I would imagine that there are some uh, counties in the state that maybe have more clubs, but for our size of county, I think 19 has got to be, that's that's quite a few clubs, isn't it? Yes, yeah, I would say we're probably one of the one of the bigger counties in the state as far as clubs and membership go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and give us a ballpark figure on members, and, and of course it takes volunteers to run all this too, so how many you've got there? We have about 640 members and about 200 volunteers. And our volunteers really are involved um, in everything that we do. They help run a lot of our programs, and um, from shooting sports to our livestock shows to our engineering design challenge, our volunteers help with everything um, and really make our program what it is. 
I think it's important to note that, you know, sometimes when, when people think about uh, volunteers for 4-H, they automatically think about leaders, and they're, of course, very, very important folks, too. Um, but volunteers can be, you know, really pinpoint uh, specific on certain topics that they help out with, and so maybe it's only a, a certain time of the year and and certain, you know, days or months or whatever. Exactly, yeah. So some volunteers lead a club. Um, we have many, we have 19 clubs, so we have a lot of volunteers that do that, and that's kind of a year-long commitment. But then we have some volunteers um, that help with the food stand at the fair or help with um, the beef show or help with uh, a science project day or teach a workshop. Um, so you can do kind of a one-time volunteering throughout the year, or you could volunteer several times or kind of on a consistent basis, whatever fits best in your schedule. It's always interesting to note, too, that um, sometimes, uh, probably a fair amount of time, uh, some of today's leaders or volunteers were themselves 4-H'ers at one point and had a good experience and want to kind of pass the legacy on. Absolutely. I would say a good number of our volunteers um, had an awesome experience in 4-H at some point in their life, and so they really want to pass that along to our youth today. And we're really lucky to have them, um, and, you know, they really know a lot about 4-H and want to continue that. But, I mean, on the other hand, we also have volunteers who have never been a part of 4-H as a youth and are just really interested in something specific, whether it be the dog project or camp or whatever it might be, and they just want to help out, and you can definitely do that too. We're always seeking volunteers that are interested in working with youth. Take just a minute, if you would, Kim, and and talk a bit about, um, you know, in today's modern, you know, electronic-driven societies and stuff like that, uh, I think a lot of parents, a lot of folks that, uh, that have... Uh, 4-H age kids are kind of looking for something to kind of keep them grounded. And boy, I'm not sure if I can think of anything too much better than 4-H. Yeah, so the really great thing about 4-H is we're focused on positive youth development through hands-on activities. So kids make things themselves, they create things themselves, they design things themselves, um, and it's all done through mentorship of either older youth or adult volunteers. So it's really structured in a way that helps youth problem-solve and learn on their own um, and also gives them the opportunity to make those relationships um, with older youth that have been in the program for a little while or adult volunteers who really care about them and want to see them succeed. Kim Fox is our guest. She's the University of Minnesota uh, Extension Educator specializing in 4-H. Um, let's talk a little bit about, you had a big award ceremony here just this past weekend. Yeah, um, so every fall, um, and it happened to be at the end of 4-H week, we celebrated our 4-H year. Um, we had about 100 youth volunteers and community supporters in attendance, and um, it was a great time. Our 4-H ambassadors, who are um, some of our youth leaders in our county, host the night. So there are MCs. Um, they put together a skit. They kind of design the night um, to be a fun and um, celebratory night for everybody um, just to kind of cap off the year. Um, the ambassadors uh, do a great job, as you say, uh, to kind of host things. And the, 
That's kind of one of their their uh, spotlight type uh, nights to uh, kind of really uh, make the younger kids uh, feel great about themselves and and uh, present uh, local 4-Hing in in ways to uh, to visitors and those that are attending. Absolutely, and this is actually the last event um, that the ambassadors do as a part of their year-long term. And they do everything from writing the script of the evening um, to putting together a skit to making sure everything is ready. Um, so they put a lot of work into designing what the night looks like, and it's always fun to see it come together. Give us an idea of what kind of awards are given out at an event like that. Um, so we give out awards such as um, membership awards, such as first year, third, fifth, so on and so forth. Um, and then youth also complete records. So um, after they do a project like, such as building a birdhouse, um, they'll go back and they'll answer some questions about that birdhouse. Um, how much did it cost? How are you interested in this? How did you share your learning? Um, and those kind of questions. And then we have a judge go through all those records, um, and then um, they're judged, and then the youth get awards based on those um, submissions. And then we also have awards for um, leadership awards for different age categories. We have an I Dare You Award for youth that um, have really gone above and beyond and done something unique in a leadership style to help their community out. Um, and then we also recognize our volunteers. Some of our volu- I mean, we have so many great volunteers, um, and we have the opportunity to just recognize a few that have really gone above and beyond this year. Um, we always recognize a key leader every year, um, and then we also recognize some um, volunteers in different project areas or that have really helped us out um, in just various ways that have helped make the program better. And then the, uh, the highlight maybe is uh, the announcement of new ambassadors then, too. Yes. So at the banquet, we always, it's the last um, event for the current ambassadors, and then we announce our new team. And so that's really exciting for that new team to see um, kind of what they'll be doing and then um, find out that they're going to be a part of that leadership team for the next year. Are they just selected, or do they have to express interest in being, or are they nominated, or how does that work? So they go through, uh, they, they apply, and then they go through an interview process, and then they're selected. So um, it is a competitive process, and so it's really fun to um, just see the excitement of the kids that are selected. And these are ages what? Um, they have to have completed eighth grade. Uh, so that, that's our requirement. And then, of course, yeah, they have the application and interview process as well. Good deal. Um, you mentioned uh, last week was National 4-H Week, and you had some celebrations surrounding that as well. Yes, so I, we ended our week with the award ceremony, but then we also had a few um, Explore 4-H days. We had one in Monticello and one in Buffalo, um, just to kind of get the word out about 4-H and um, really promote what 4-H is and hopefully um, interest some new families in our program. Is there anything on the national level as a whole that's different uh, as it uh, kind of breaks down to, you know, state and then to individual local county type chapters? Um, you know, every state is a little bit unique in how they run their 4-H program, but I would say the overarching theme of 4-H and kind of what you get out of 4-H, I would say, is the same. Yeah, and it's, um, you know, just enriching 
the uh, the lives and kind of expanding uh, expanding the brain power of of uh, youth. And uh, as we've talked about many times before, it's not just uh, uh, agricultural by any means anymore. It can be uh, all kinds of different venues. Absolutely. I mean, like performing arts is a big part of 4-H, um, science, engineering, technology, um, all those. And, yeah, and arts, um, any of those types of things, anything really you're interested in, woodworking, um, you can do in 4-H. Any interest you have, you can find a project area, um, you can find mentors and volunteers to help, and you can really explore that interest area. And not to say that, uh, you know, agricultural type things aren't uh, still important. It's still kind of the backbone of uh, many 4-H programs. It's just that it's, over the years, it's really kind of branched out into many different areas. Absolutely. Um, our agriculture programs in, our, in 4-H here in Wright County are very strong. And they are a really big part of our program, and we're proud to have them a part of our program. But like you said, there's lots of things you can do in 4-H. So regardless of your interests, um, you can do it in 4-H, and so um, if you are really interested in agriculture, you're absolutely welcome, but if you have other interests, 4-H is here for you, too. We talked with uh, Kelly last month uh, about the 2021 Minnesota State Fair, which uh, is something that kind of really didn't happen uh, the year before, so it was kind of nice to to get participation back there, and I'm sure some kids are still kind of... Uh, bubbling about their participation at the state fair too yeah we had a really great attendance at the state fair um and we had a lot of youth participate in our livestock shows but then they also brought um general exhibits so we we had a variety of things such as um a dresser food i mean you lots of different woodworking projects you name it um we had lots of awesome things that showed up at the state fair from wright county and brought home lots of lots of great awards so our youth did great and they had a really really awesome valuable time let's turn our attention to uh shooting sports banquet and uh, that's uh something coming up tonight i understand yeah so um we have a one of the largest shooting sports programs in the state um, we have well over 50 youth in our program, and 30 of them attended our shooting, the state shoot in Alexandria. Um, so we'll be recognizing those youth tonight. Um, many of them had some really, really great, um, a really great time at the shoot and had some personal bests. So we're really proud of them and excited to recognize them tonight. And that, uh, as you said, was uh, in Alexandria. Is that right? Yep the, yep, the state shoot was in Alexandria. Okay. Uh, kind of fun to, for kids to travel around the state if they hadn't done it before and get a little look at some of the different uh, areas of Minnesota, too. Yeah, absolutely. How about what's coming up for winter? Talk about that a little bit. So this winter, um, we're going to be partnering with uh, Wright County Parks again and offering some snowshoeing and winter hiking. Um, we did that last winter, and it was a really great opportunity for 4-H'ers to get outside and um, learn a new skill, see um, some of the beautiful scenery of the Minnesota winter. And, uh, you know, it's good to embrace winter. They say uh, winter goes a lot faster if you if you learn to uh, to love it. And, uh, and so I think a lot of kids uh, would do great by uh, getting a little basis on that early in life. Absolutely. Um, we had great participation in this event last year, and we're really excited to offer it again. 
And, you know, we need to find, like you said, a great way to embrace the outdoors in Minnesota because winter will come every year. We might as well enjoy it. Does that go kind of um, uh, group by group or or club by club as far as the opportunities, like you mentioned, the snowshoeing or winter hikes or things like that, or do you kind of open it up to anybody? So we offer that on a county level. So um, registration will be opening up here soon, and we'll share that on our Facebook page and on our website. Um, but that's really open to anybody. So even if you're not enrolled in 4-H and you just want to maybe learn a little bit about 4-H and try something out, um, this would be a great place to start and a fun activity to start with. Okay. Well, more on that in the months to come. Uh, and, uh, you know, I don't want to uh, wish away fall, but, uh, you know, winter probably can can be pushed off a couple months yet. <laughs> there, so. <laughs> All right, Kim, well, it sounds great. Uh, give us or leave us with a couple of contact points um, where folks can learn more about 4-H or a couple of uh, phone numbers, things like that. Yeah, um, if you're interested in learning more about 4-H, feel free to give me a call. Um, my number is 763 763- 682-7394, or you can visit our website, www.extension.umn.edu backslash right. Um, and both of those opportunities will get a hold of you, um, or you can also check out our Facebook page, Wright County 4-H, um, and we can uh, you can learn about some of the different activities that we offer, or you can contact us there. Yep, and you've always got uh, information about clubs um, close to... Pretty much any uh, address in Wright County or, you know, clubs that specialize in certain types of things, too. Absolutely. Um, we, yeah, we can find one in your geographical area, or if you're interested in a specific project area, we do have some project-based clubs, too, um, such as HORSE. Um, so if that's something that's interesting to you, you can just let us know, and we can help find the right club for you. All right, Kim, sounds great. Uh, you take care, and we'll talk to you in a couple months here, and uh, I trust we'll talk with Kelly again here coming up in November. Absolutely. Thank you. All right, have a good day. Thanks a lot. Kim Fox is a U of M Extension educator. She's a 4-H educator with the University of Minnesota Extension here in Wright County, featured on our Spotlight today here on KRWC.